All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uncle Bobby had like 9,000 things to, to talk about. So I pretty much got a week's worth of shit already lined up. So it was almost a coin toss on what I was going to do today. Now, if you have followed this show for any kind of time, look at Buddy sneezing. Okay, if you have followed this show for any amount of time, you know how much I cannot stand Christian apologetics. I look grainy, don't I? Who gives a shit? Let's just keep rolling. I'm in the living room. You know, Uncle Bobby's got to switch shit up from time to time. Back on topic. I can't stand Christian apologetics, gang. I know this is an age-old practice, but I was not introduced to this shit until after I became an atheist. I, I, if you would have said apologetics to me in the 80s and the 90s when I was rolling, I would have said exactly what you would have said. What do you have to be sorry about? I, then, and it's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing to, to hear about Christian apologetics after you dump religion. Gang, let me put my drink over here. Hold on. Because, you know what it's like? Go fuck yourself. Hold on. Now all this shit's just starting to come to me. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, let's put the stand over here. I told y'all, when this becomes my full-time job, we're going to laugh on how fucked up I am. Now look at, where's Buddy? Gang, how the fuck do I lose a small blind dog? There he is, shit. Come on, little bastard. Ah. Whew. Okay. Now, <laughs> back on topic. Now the computer's safe. Being introduced, that was a half belch. That was a full one, hashtag unprofessional. Being introduced to the foolishness that is Christian apologetics after you leave the faith, it, it's cleansing. Because now you are taking your Christian lenses off. Now you can see this bullshit for what it is. And you know what it's like, gang? It's like every single... You guys remember when bashing Tom Cruise was all the rage? And, you know, oh, Scientology's stupid. They believe in Zeno. You're like, fuck nuts. You believe that a little girl who's never had a dick inside of her gave birth to a baby with magic powers. Well, Robert, that's Jesus. Go fuck yourself. And so when you're introduced to apologetics after almost 40 years of being a Christian, now you're an atheist. And the fir my first introduction, I told you, was that fucking tape of fuckface Frank Turk. And I'm like, People actually buy into this? And then again, uh, then I remember the debate with uh, Eric Hovind and Philip Gregory. And that's when I saw the word presupposition for the first time. And I told my very first instinct was they didn't mean to say that out loud, did they? You're just, you've openly admitted that you're lying. And so again, there, there's nothing redeeming about Christian apologetics. Now, gang, as we jump into the material today, I was on a thread last week. I did not participate. I did not think the tweet I sent out was really all that incendiary, but hey, I'm the atheist. A Christian that I do respect, and I do know him, and I, I like the dude, 
Of course, that, it was about Christian apologetics. And really long story short, he was telling me that there are some respected apologists. Gang, I, I don't debate this guy. I, I will not throw a punch at him. I'm just not interested. Don't ask me why. I just, I've got no desire. None. So my only reply was name one. So he gave me some fucking names and I'm not going to lie. Did Uncle Bobby look that shit up? Uncle Bobby didn't look that shit up. Because respectable apologist is to me no different than saying that Klansman over there, he's not as racist as the other one. I just don't, again, if you've got the label apologist, you are un liar. Again, if your only thing you got to, to prove that your God exists, word games, asking unanswerable questions. Again, I say this all the time. And now, YouTube, you can really see the picture. Okay, look how ghetto fab I hung that goddamn blanket. Uncle Bob, I know there's a service where you can pretty much shadow box a blanket and make it look like it's a, like in a frame and shit. Yeah, Uncle Bobby just put that shit up with tacks. How fucking tacky is that? But, but as my voice just cracked, there's my family. I told you, you see that fucker right there that kind of looks like me? That's because that's me. That beautiful lady right next to me, that's my mom. There. Meh. I just told you my mom exists. I just proved to you that my mother exists. Now, you can be skeptical and say, well, I don't buy it. And I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. If that's not good enough for you, go fuck yourself. Now, if Christians could do one one hundredth of that to prove their God, there would be no need for a Christian apologetics gang. But no, 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 no. Now we have to deal with the bullshit of why were the apostles so brave? How do you think you got here? Right? Do you think rape is wrong? Oh, that means God exists. It's like, I can't believe you just said that bullshit out loud. Gang, I look really grainy. I do. And you know what? You think I'm going to stop recording? Huh? No. For sake only, motherfuckers. I'll get the lighting situation hooked up a little bit better. But gang, you know I cannot. I cannot do a show bash. Ah, damn it. I'm going to tell you, this, this fucking leg gang, holy shit. That was a medium one. That was a medium one. When they hit and it's big, it can take me to my knees. Holy shit. Oh, where the fuck was I? Nah, back on topic, gang. I cannot bash Christian apologetics without getting to my favorite one to hate, and that is fuckface Frank Turner. I do, to this day, I do not know why it is fuckface Frank Turk that bothers me the most, but he bothers me the most. Gang, I would not whip my dick out and piss on that man if he was in fuego and I had a bladder full of fucking urine. I told y'all, my first introduction was a nine minute, I think either 37 or 47 second video where a college girl named Hannah 
asked fuckface Frank Turk, am I going to go to hell, fuckface Frank Turk? Yes, she actually said, fuckface Frank Turk. I'm a good person, fuckface, but I don't believe in your God, fuckface. Am I going to go to hell? Gang, almost 10 minutes later, he still didn't answer the question. That's Christian apologetics, gang. Again, I am so glad that I was intro introduced to this bullshit when I was. Because now I can look at it with a well more, well more, way more objective eye, right? I, I don't have to squeeze myself into that answer. Uh, Skeptic Nikki, she put out a tweet. What the fuck was it? I think it was, that was false alarm. The, the, the motions of the belch, but nothing came out. That was a weird one, gang, back on topic. And it was kind of like, what made you become an atheist or something like that? And my response was, I got tired of lying to myself. I got tired of asking questions, getting doo-doo-ass answers, and then acting like those doo-doo-ass answers satisfied my curiosity right <clears throat> and again i think that's where i was going with this that little girl at it was suggested that i stop saying little girl so i'm gonna see if i can go a show without saying that let's give it a run so this young lady asked fuckface frank turk a very simple question that that's pretty much a binary answer yeah hannah you're gonna be tortured no, Hannah, you're not going to be tortured. It's just really that simple. That fuck face proceeded to do laps upon laps upon laps around the topic. And when he finally came back to answer it, he never really answered it. But again, when that, that's where I was going with this. When you have to believe in something, when you have to make it make sense, you will sit there and you will say, fuck face Frank Turk makes all the sense in the world. Holy shit, he totally owned in P-O-N-D-L-O-L-R-O-L-F, emoji, emoji, emoji. He destroyed the lib epic style. When you have to say, yes, I believe this, that's when you listen to a side Tim Brugen, Kate, literally say, how do you know that for the entirety of a two-hour debate and walk away and say, that's some, that right there. That man's got the mods. When you are desperate to hang on to your bullshit-ass belief, it makes you say yes to shit like this. All right, now, gang, I downloaded some bullshit. Now, that's going to be for tomorrow's show. Ah. Which one do we want to start out with? Hmm, that's a... Go fuck yourself, Frank Turret. Ooh, let's try this one. Christians are hypocrites. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's an easy part of the show right there. Roll the tape, right? Get in truth. Get, I gotta get my music back. I gotta get all that back. Why? Hold on. Ah. P, I gotta adjust your fucking speaker. Ah. Sing the song, gang. You know the drill. Don't you want, don't you want to get fucked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at your balls. Okay. Wait for it, gang. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, get Buddy back. 
I told you. I'm in my mind. I'm already thinking about what my studio is gonna look like when I'm doing this for my full time job. When Spotify or somebody realizes, hey, that's a, that's an undiscovered talent. Let's make this fuck face a millionaire and all that other good stuff. What the fuck? Hold on, gang. Hold on. When somebody plays Beethoven poorly, who do you blame? Roll the tape. You don't blame Beethoven. You blame. Pause the tape. I already know where he's going with this, and he can go fuck himself. So, fuckface Frank Turk just said, when you hear Beethoven played badly, do you blame Beethoven? Obviously, that answer is no. So, without even going through this fucked up ass tape, here's where he's going. Fuckface Frank Turk is going to say, just because Christianity is misrepresented by Christians doesn't mean that Jesus isn't shut the fuck up. But here's the thing, fuckface Frank Turk. And I already know what they're going to say. Yeah, Robert, Jesus came back 2000. Shut the fuck up. I love it how it is. No, I don't. I love it how it is that fuckface came to earth back when we literally thought demons existed. Jesus put demons into a herd of pigs, according to the story, and drove those fuckers off a goddamn cliff. Jesus came during one of the most intellectually barbaric times there are, there ever was. Now we've got time for, again, every 10 year old kid is an investigative reporter. I know kids young enough to be my goddamn kids who've got iPhones more hyped up than mine. We can record the fuck face. There, there'll be no question. There'll be no more debates on what he meant because we get. My point is, fuckface Frank Turk, where else are we going to go if not Christians? You guys all read from the same Bible, but you all get different fucking interpretations of the red letters. So he's going to sit here and say, it's not Beethoven's fault, it's the person playing Beethoven. God, I hope I'm right, because I'm making a lot of assumptions here. On what he's going to say next. It's don't blame Jesus that the uh, Christian representatives are fucking up his message. Boy, I'd better be right. Roll, roll the tape. The player. So when somebody plays Christ poorly, who do you blame? You don't blame Christ. You blame the people that play Christ. Whew, pause the tape. At least I got that right. Okay, he can go fuck himself. Seriously, God damn it, Bubba. Let's get Bubba out. Again. Who else am I going to blame, fuckface Frank Turk? Your God is the all-time leader, the intergalactic warlord, all-time high-score uh, achiever of intergalactic fucking hide-and-go-seek. All right, Bubba, go and get your monkey ass out. another week or so we can get down to ah, not slave ship like conditions back on topic who else are we going to blame Jesus could come down here and solve the issue just like that your God could poke his head down from the fucking clouds and be like told you I was a real motherfucker but you get, he won't do it so all we have to go off of 
What the fuck? Okay. All we have to go off of are the representatives. If it's that important that Jesus's message is conveyed appropriately, then it's up to fucking Jesus to get his monkey ass down here. I can ask 10 Christians right now, what does Jesus say about homosexuality? And of those 10 people, I will get 5,000 different answers. So this, this is just bull. This is Christian apologetics. Roll the tape. And none of us as Christians play Christ perfectly. We're all fallen. If we weren't fallen, we wouldn't need a savior. In fact, I said to Christopher Hitchens in one of our debates, I said, Christopher, I'm a hypocrite. I can't live up to what Jesus said. But if I could, I wouldn't need him. And so when people tell me I can't go to church because there's too many hypocrites. Pause the tape. That's just sad. Let's just go ahead and look at my parents, gang. You see Burke and Carrie? You want to know why they were so hard on their children? Do you want to know why? Because they knew. And my dad, my dad is so fucking morbid. But now I know why he said it. Again, I got to Austin and I told you, it's been a fucking 20 some odd year culture shock trying to adjust where I work. Gang, I sit here and I listen to people and be like, oh, I got to get home. I was like, you got a meeting or something? I was like, no, my kid's going to go to school and I have to get their breakfast ready. And I'm like, how hard is it to pour some fucking cereal or put in a fucking Pop-Tart or some shit? No, you don't seem to understand, Robert. I got to get the little fucker, you know, freshly, I, I, I make the orange juice by hand, right? And then the fucker likes, you know, the, 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 the Earl Grey tea, but then every once in a while the fucker wants a latte, so got to make the fucker a latte. Then uh, French toast, uh, assorted meats, and, uh, you know, we, we fly the cheese in from Italy, and it's like, you're joking me, right? You're not joking, gang. As soon as, so Berkey, of course, being older, got uh, oven and stove privileges before I did. But gang, even before I got stove privileges, my parents, my dad, like, figure it out. It's like, dad, the bottom of my underwear is dirty. I, I, I don't know shit about the real world, right? It's like, figure it out, figure it out. Then you know what he would say? One day, me and your mother won't be here. You got to learn how to do this by yourself. It's like, Dad, I just got their training wheels off of my bike. <laughs> right? But my point is, my parents were hard on us so that we could go do this by ourselves one day. And here I am. Already buried one parent. And you know what? It fucking blows. But the asshole is right. One day, we're not going to be here. You got to learn how to do this by yourself. My point is the Christian God never wants you. No fuck faces. I don't just in case there's that one Christian. Oh, he totally believes in God, but he just shut the fuck up. The Christian God never allows you to grow up. The Christian God never puts you in a position to where you don't need this fuck face. Right? Again, Fuck face Frank Turk is older than I am. How much money says, even money says, that fuck face has got uh, children, grandchildren, which makes me sad. The, and he's still up here talking about how much he needs. Again, in any other realm, you would be considered a bad parent. 
If you spoil your child to the point to where that fucker can't take care of themselves, you have failed. And I know it's probably easy in the time being, but the first time that fucker hits the skids and has to figure out a way to figure something out, and you're like, you're not helping the situation. That's the Christian God gang. You're never at a point to where you don't need him. That's not good parenting. It's just, you know, in that tape, fuck it. Pause the tape, in the tape. You know what he's going to say. I'm a guilty sinner. I can't do without Jesus to blase in the fucking glavenoids. But again, this is just not good parenting. And this is Christian apologetics. It, it's how do you lie, twist words, <clears throat> ask questions that can't be answered, blah, 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 blah. Again, so right now my big ass head is covering both me and my mom. Sorry, now you got to look at my dad and my sister. I just provided infinitely more evidence that leads to a proof that my family is real. Christians, if you could do one millionth of that, you would not need Christian apologists. Now, gang, the next one up is going to hurt my feelings. It's on Fuckface Frank Turek's, and I just spit, channel. And I heard about the first 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, let's do this one. How the origin of the universe points to a God. Now, you know what? I'm just going to let this fuckface speak for himself. Hold on. You guys ready? The cause the effect tape. of the physical universe must be a non-physical kind of thing. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Tim Stratton for crossexamined.org. Pause the tape. So the brain damaged C student is going to go up against a man that apparently is a doctor. Maybe he will specify. Damn it. Whew. That was a good one, gang. Maybe he will specify what kind of doctor he is. But my dumbass is getting ready to go head to motherfucking head with this fuck face. And I can tell you already, Uncle Bobby is victorious. You want to know why? Because the Kalam cosmological argument, which is what he's getting ready to wax on, is sitting on some bullshit. Roll the tape. He's a theologian and apologist who often provides a cumulative case for the existence of God. I'm frequently asked to disclose my favorite argument in my repertoire. Out of the couple dozen arguments or so, consider one of my typical top six what? favorite arguments for the existence of God. What? This video will focus on the Kalam cosmological okay. argument. Pause the tape already. One, he can go fuck himself. Two, let's say he is a uh, PhD in cosmology. He blows. I'm not going to say <coughs> this person's name, but it was a rude awake. No, it was a great awakening for all of us. Are you guys aware that the NCAA letter of intent, those aren't adoption papers. That's a contract that can be broken by the school at any time. One of the reasons why performance and not your academic performance yet. They don't have to keep you on scholarship. And I never forget, we recruited a dude. He was supposed to change the way you played position, right? He sucked. 
Everything he did in high school, it just did not translate to college success. He rode the pine so hard that eventually beat it, right? My point is just because you say you were a college athlete doesn't mean you were a good one, right? Again, the first one that comes off the top of my head is Tony Brackett's. I told you. Tony Bracken was made to end quarterbacks' lives. <laughs> I considered it an honor to play alongside Tony Brackens. Tony Brackens and this guy are both college athletes, but one of them's motherfucking Tony Brackens. The other one is this dude. He may be a PhD, but I can tell you already, he sucks at it. The Kalam cosmological argument has been dunked on a million times. There's nothing about the Kalam that is scientifically robust, much less point to a God. So let's just hear this fuckface say the same shit they all do. Roll the tape. Here it is. Premise one. Whatever begins to exist has a cause. Two. Pause the tape. The, the argument's over. Again, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what happened one second before the Big Bang. We don't know. You want to know why we don't know? Because we don't know. Yes, you can find the crackpot idiots who just sit here and say some bullshit, but you'll never guess what. They're fucking wrong. You want to know why? Because we don't know. We don't know if the universe just came into existence or has just always been there. We don't know. So the first rule in the fucking Kalam, here, let me sound like William Fuckface Craig. Whatever comes to existence has a cause. Your argument's over right there because we don't know if the universe has a beginning. So what's the next one up? The universe, whatever, whatever begins to exist has a cause. Wrong. The universe began to exist. Rule number three. The universe three, began Rule to exist. Tape. Three. Therefore, the universe has a cause. The two premises are rather non-controversial and supported both philosophically and scientifically. Pause the tape. Moreover, Pause the, the tape. No, it's not. Even I know that. The first premise is not supported by science. Why? Because I just told you. Because we don't know. We don't know what happened one second before the Big Bang. We just don't know. So you're building this house on a foundation that is not solid. Okay, let's see what happens if I open up one of these fucked up ass windows. Roll the tape. It says nothing about the existence of God. However, once one begins to understand exactly what is meant by the universe, then one quickly sees how this argument reaches conclusions with theistic implications. This is because the universe is typically described as space-time universe and or all nature, space, and time. Oh, don't do Think it. about it. If all nature began to exist... Pause the tape. Gang, for the most part, Uncle Bobby rule. When you hear someone say, just think about it, they're sitting on some bullshit. Now let's give that a shot. Gang, I remember I heard a trainer say something once. 
I'm, I, I'm never going to clown someone, not unless you're just doing something real fucked up. But they stood over their client. Now we got to close that. And with the medicine ball, while they were holding the V, they just sat there and beat the client with the medicine ball. I guess they just finished watching a boxing movie or some shit. And the client was like, well, what was that for? You could tell the trainer was stumbling because they said, just think about it. The fucked up thing is they didn't give the answer. The client did. You know what the client said? Feels like, you know, you were breaking up, you know, the fat molecules. You know what the trainer said? Exactly. Okay. It's like, I don't know where you got what Cracker Jack box you got your fucking certification from, but don't ever say that shit again. There's no science behind that dumbass. This is a man with a PhD who just dropped the line, just think about it. I put that up there with your stereotypical used car salesman who drops the also famous line, my manager likes you. I just, anytime you say just think about it, I already don't buy what you're selling. Roll the tape. And whatever caused all nature must be something other than nature. This is exactly what philosophers refer to as supernatural. Now, if space began to exist. Pause the tape. This is what Uncle Bobby refers to as sitting on some bullshit. You're just making stuff up at this point. Right? So, I mean, this is what we philosophers call supernatural. It has to be. You're just making shit up. Then they get this smart looking motherfucker to sit up there and say, I've got a PhD. You're just making shit up. No credible scientist, credible one, buys into what he's selling. Just roll the tape. I'm going to close this window. Shit. Then the cause of all space had to exist apart from space. This means that the cause of the universe is immaterial, since matter cannot exist apart from space. And thus, whatever caused the effect of the physical universe must... Pause the tape and go shut the fuck up. Christian, here, do you ever get tired of being wrong on this one? So, of course, he's doing the whole William Lane Craig. It has to be timeless, spaceless, and immaterial. What the fuck does that even mean? What does that mean, gang? I'll tell you what it means. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. You're just making shit up. To describe something that is timeless and spaceless is to describe something that does not exist. Time and space is how we measure existence. And I don't hear shit about quantum this and the shut the fuck up. I'm talking right here, right now for the lay person having this fucking conversation. Time and space is how we measure existence. So your God being timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied and all that. You're just stringing words together. Roll the tape. A non-physical kind of thing. But perhaps it should be described as a spiritual substance. Pause your tape, gang. You should have seen his fucked up ass face when he said that. It could only be described as a spiritual substance. What the fuck is a spiritual substance? Again, yes, he sounds official. Yes, he's got a... P gang, whoever gave this fucker his PhD... I would like to rip their arm off and beat them with it. 
They, you know, he probably got it from the same place that fuckface Kent Hovind got his. Like Patriot University. It literally is a fucking trailer in the desert. I told you, thanks to Science Mel, she posted his fucking um, uh, dissertation. His dissertation, Kent Hovind's, it literally starts off with the words, Hi, my name is Kent. I told you, the last time I saw an academic paper starting out with, Hi, my name is, I was in the third grade. I was doing a book report on fucking super fudge. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm just assuming this is where he got his fucking PhD because he sounds just like all the other ones who keeps. I told y'all, one of my favorite debates I've ever seen was fuckface William Lane Craig because one of his conditions to debate you, you have to be on the same level as him. You have to have a PhD. So Sean Carroll took him on. And I told you, the reason why it was one of my favorite ones because he did not own him. He did not P-O-N-W-E-D, uh, all that. No, he educated that man. This is what Sean Carroll does for a living. And I still remember my favorite part was, you know, the, the, the worst part about everything Dr. Craig has said, he said, it's not even wrong. In other words, you're not even in the discussion. These are not the words that we use to describe the universe, any of that stuff. Sean Carroll was talking about physics and he doesn't even know what fuckface William Lane Craig was talking about. That's why I said, you're not even wrong. Now, how arrogant must you be when a credentialed scientist in the field that you're debating is telling you you are wrong. And that's when fuckface William Lane Craig uh, busted out the Vorde Goose Valencum theory, which I've seen other apologists crank that out, and apparently they're butt fucking it. I guess what Lane did not know is that Carol knew Adam Goose of the Vorde Goose Valencum theory. Because uh, fuckface William Lane Craig was over here talking about the universe had a beginning, the universe had a beginning, the universe had a beginning, and he was like, you know, hold that thought. And like a pimp, he sat there and put on the screen, he's like, I know Adam Guth of the Vorde Guth Valencum theorem. So I asked him the exact same thing you're saying. According to your theory, the universe had a beginning. So, Adam Guth of the Vorde Guth Valencum theory, do we know if the universe had a beginning? There's a picture of Adam Guth holding up a sign saying, we don't know. The very next debate, what did William Lane Craig do? Whenever it comes to existence, has a cause. The universe came to existence. There, again, that's why I keep saying this. Is why it's so frustrating. Do you guys, you know, pause that tape. In the tape, they can go fuck themselves. Do you guys ever get tired of being not just wrong, but demonstrably wrong? 
we know, we know that the Kalam cosmological argument is garbage. It doesn't even address the topic at hand. You're literally making shit up. But no, no, they're, they're going to keep going with it so they can go fuck themselves. All right, gang, we got to do this one next. What is the best argument for atheism? Let me tell you why I don't like that after I get some alcohol. Gang, Uncle Bobby doesn't like it because of the way they talk about atheism. Say the Uncle Bobby line with me again. Gang, what is so hard about letting members of the club define the fucking club? They're, I guarantee, without even clicking on this fucking video, he's talking about atheism like it is a religion. Like it is an ideology. Like it's a faith system. He's already fucking this up. I just belch hashtag a professor. Let's get this thing queued up. You guys ready? Christianity. Roll the tape. Hiddenness. It says those things are true. Uh, I mean, the church is a fact, hospital for sinners. It's not a country club for saints. Solves so, the problem of evil. Newsflash. Christianity is not Christians. Christianity is no. I have no idea, gang, why it's playing two videos at the same time. Maybe that's God telling me don't play the videos, become a Christian, repent of your sins. Christianity doesn't deny evil or deny hiddenness. It says those things are true. In fact, the whole story of Christianity is... Uh, Pause the tape. I hate the way he says the word true. I don't know why, but it, it's true. I hate the way he says the word true. I, just, I really hate it. Roll the tape. Being the problem of evil. To know your side of an argument, you have to argue in the opponent's shoes. What do you think is the strongest case for atheism in your, from your perspective, Frank? Pause the tape. Let an atheist answer that goddamn question. Fuck you. The strongest case for atheism is that you haven't given me any proof. You just haven't. Oh, what's that, Christians? You, you think I'm fucked up? Again, tell me what it is it would take for you to believe in Vishnu, and I'll do the same for your God. That's how, that's the, there's your case for atheism right there, fuck faces. And I know, I know, no, they got that whole, you know, shut the, again, if it's coming out of the mouth of people like SJ, I don't want to hear about it. But I know they got some fucked up ass word game there. I'm not an atheist, so shut the fuck up. Yes, you are, grow the fuck up, roll the tape. To be brutally honest, um, are good arguments for atheism. I think what atheists do is they have complaints about the way God is running the universe. But I agree with what C.S. Lewis said before. If our minds aren't... Pause the tape. He can go fuck himself. Again, this is, this is why you need Christian apologetics. That's a PhD talking. That is a PhD talking. I know he's been explained what the fuck atheism is. He just refuses to learn. Because now he, he can't say this bullshit. Right? Again, atheism is not a religion. It's not a belief system. It's actually a lack of a belief. Again, just the way you don't agree that Oshun is real, I play, apply the exact same logic to your God. Now he's going to quote C.S. Lewis, who is another fuckface apologist. Roll the tape.
design, there's no reason to believe anything we think, including the thought that atheism is true. I think maybe it's better stated this way. Pause the tape. How many times must it be said, fuckface, that atheism is not a true or false proposition? If you can get your head out of your asshole long enough to actually listen when an actual atheist defines atheism, you'll stop sounding like a fucking asshole. If I hear one more Christian say the fucked up ass phrase is atheism true I'm going to start crying but that's only after I shit on myself in amazement that you have made it this far in life but your brain does not work I can tell a third grader the definition of atheism on a Monday I can come back on a Tuesday and ask them, and that third grader will be able to tell me. But apparently a grown-ass man can't. Again, if you had a child who had this kind of difficulty with simple topics, you'd get them tested for a learning disability. You just would. But when you're a 60-year-old man, we give you the title of PhD. Go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. What are arguments that give you pause to believe that Christianity is true? Not that atheism is true, okay? And I agree with John that the two arguments that he put forth are evil and divine hiddenness. I think those are probably better arguments against Christianity than, than any other arguments, but yet Christianity doesn't deny evil or deny hiddenness. It mm -hmm. says those things are true. And Pause the tape. One, I can't listen to him say the word true anymore. Two, no, the best argument against Christianity isn't the argument from evil. The best argument against Christianity, fuckface, is that you haven't proven a goddamn thing. Here, period, end of fucking story. We just heard an absolute fucking moron use a debunked argument. I'm not even going to say debunked. That, that argument has never even entered of the legitimate race the best argument against christianity is christianity christians when you put forth something that's worth the shit again seriously let us all know i'm curious i told you you could yes you could you could strip me of my atheism tonight you could gang the lighting in here is fucking terrible i gotta work on that write that down back on topic it's not that I don't want there to be a God. I don't care. I'm going to live my life no matter what. The only thing that you, you would strip me of my atheism by simply providing proof. And I'll tell you, okay, there that fucker is. Now I know. Getting me to worship an asshole like that is something else. And I think worship by itself is just fucking immoral. That's a whole other show back on topic. 
Christians, you can strip me of my atheism tonight. But you won't do it. You want to know why? Because you can't do it. You want to know why? Because your worldview is sitting on some bullshit. The center of your worldview is quite literally a virgin gave birth to a baby with magic powers. And when I ask you to prove it and you can't, all of a sudden I'm the asshole. Again, the best argument against Christianity is Christianity. Oh, gang, let's do this one. What about those who have never heard about Jesus? Now, what's that on my screen? <clears throat> Christians, you want to know why that question keeps coming up? Because it's legit. The only way to get to heaven is to believe in your Jesus. Period, end of story. No matter how complicated you want to make it sound, it's not. Accept Jesus, go to heaven. Don't accept Jesus, you get tortured by a God who loves you. That's the gospel right there. No matter how hard, no matter how much you want to tell him I took it out of context, that is the fucking message. Get on your knees, jerk my Jesus off, he'll let you party. If you don't do it, he's going to fuck you up. Now this question is legit because it's not just the people in New Delhi, in Saudi Arabia. No, that's not it at all. It's the people who don't even have a God concept in their fucking language. You mean to tell me they're going to go to hell? But your, your, your checkmate card is, Robert, if you just look up in the sky, it's obvious. Go fuck yourself. We're not making it through this one, gang. Roll the tape. So, if you need Christ to go to heaven, what happened to those who had no exposure to Christianity? For example, the Native Americans in America's pro Okay, excellent question. It's, it's really a question, what about those that have never heard? And that question comes up a lot, so uh, let's take a look at it. Alright, now notice that this question is a moral question. No. It's kind of a way of saying that, well, it would seem to be unfair of God to not provide uh, an opportunity to be saved to everyone. And so it's impugning God's morality. But let's take a look at it. Uh, first of all, Christ's sacrifice is necessary for salvation. Because, as Paul even says... Pause the tape. I fucking hate that. Again, especially now that I'm looking back as a, Christ, as a former Christian... You are made to believe that the kindest thing that a father can do is to murder his son. Let that shit sink in. Do you know how many times I said that? What we're all programmed to say, I wouldn't sacrifice my son. Motherfucker, you're not supposed to. So just let that shit sink in for just a little bit. Roll the tape. Chapter 2. If righteousness could be achieved by the law, then Christ died in vain. Why is God sending an innocent human being to die? Yeah, fuckface, why? Any other way? Why? The reason that Christ's sacrifice is necessary is because an infinite being cannot allow sin to go unpunished. And Pause the tape. There goes that word again. Can't. And I know, I know, I know. They got all the fucked up as reasons as to why. Shut the fuck up. For an all-powerful God. Nothing's impossible for God, right? 
Except this laundry list of shit that this fucker apparently can't accomplish. Oh, just roll the tape. This is frustrating. All sinners. So he has to punish somebody else to remain just to allow us not to, not to be punished. Okay? In any event, so Christ's sacrifice is necessary for salvation. In my first debate with Christopher Hitchens many years ago, all these debates are on our YouTube channel. He said, well, why did God wait until just 2,000 years ago? And I said, well, Christopher, Christ's sacrifice is retroactive. In other words, the people who lived in Old Testament times, even though they... Pause the tape and go fuck yourself. Christ's sacrifice is retroactive. Just roll, roll the tape. Roll, fuck. You know, the name of Christ were still saved by his sacrifice just by putting their trust in Yahweh, putting their trust in God. That's, even though they didn't know the name. We're Pause the tape. That's so fucking what? One, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. It just doesn't. Two, you still have... Uh, no, it, no, that doesn't make any sense. So the people who died before Jesus was born, okay, let's grant him that what he said actually made sense. But they knew Yahweh, so now they get to go to heaven. Great. What about the fucks that don't know who Yahweh is? That That's the real question. So they're still talking about Israel, right? That one little fucking... About the size of San Marcos, Texas. Okay, great. What about everyone who was not living there? They don't know your Yahweh, just like you don't know the name of their gods. Roll the fucked up as tape. ...back and we can know the name. Anyway, everyone knows that God exists through nature and conscience, so there's some, there's nobody out there who's never... Shh, uh, pause the tape. What the fuck did I just say? Everyone knows that it's obvious, right? Just look into nature. Christians, don't use that line. See, I, I'm, I'm being nice to you on that one. You've got no idea how fucking stupid that sounds. Oh, you, you don't believe me? Name five Native American gods. You haven't named one yet, have you? Well, I got an idea. Carry your monkey ass outside, look up in the sky, and it's just obvious. You still can't name one, can you? Right, so this bullshit that is just obvious if you look into nature, actually, uh, yeah, no, it's not. You know what's obvious right now? As I look out into nature, I need to trim my trees. There are mosquitoes and gnats. That, that's, that's what I see out in nature right now. Gang, why haven't I heard my dogs? Let's go check on the boys. But stop saying that. Right, it's 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 a poor excuse. Just look into nature again. You look at Christians when you look into nature, and you can name all the Roman and Greek gods. Okay, when you can look into nature and, and name all you know the fucking gods out there that you don't believe in, then that's when I'll be able to look into nature and see the god that you believe in. Roll the tape. Everybody knows there's a God, but not everybody knows there's Jesus. So that's the second point. Some say that those who don't know Jesus can be saved by Christ's sacrifice if they seek God. Like the Old Testament saints, right? They didn't know the name, but they still trusted God. And Paul even says uh, in Romans chapter 4 that the gospel was preached to Abraham. And Abraham was de declared righteous by his faith. Okay? 
So some say that, yeah, you can be saved without knowing the name of Christ. But I think the Bible makes it pretty clear you need to know the name of Christ. The more biblically consistent view is that God will get true seekers the truth about Christ so they can be saved. Uh, and an example of that is, is Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. He's already a believer in Yahweh. Why are we sending the Holy Spirit? Why is God sending the Holy Spirit over there to, to convince him that Jesus rose from the dead? If you can just be saved without knowing the name. Now, um, the next point points out that we know that there are many people who hear the gospel and don't believe it, right? It could be that those that never hear the gospel wouldn't have believed it anyway. In fact... Pause the tape. What a horrible excuse that is. I've heard him say this before. As I sit here and put this machine gun thing on my fucking hip. That maybe, you know, God won't give these people the message because they probably wouldn't have believed it anyway. Okay, again, do you have any idea how fucking cruel that makes your God sound? I'm going to create the, again, it comes down to I created this group of people whose sole purpose will be to end up in hell so I can torture them. By the way, I love them. He created people knowing in advance that they're not going to believe what they're told. No, 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 Christians. You don't get to play the game with free will. Go fuck yourself. Your God knows in advance who's going to go to heaven and who's going to go to hell. So this is all just sitting on some bullshit, right? So again, I'm still kind of waiting to hear, or maybe he did answer it, I don't know. What about the people who never hear about Christ? I think he is kind of answering it. Roll the tape. Here's the point. It could be that God has so ordered the world so that those who never hear the gospel wouldn't have believed it anyway. Why am I saying that? Because Acts chapter 17 seems to say that. Paul is preaching to the Athenians, and here's what he says. From one man, God made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he determined the time set for them. And they Pause the tape. Maybe me and this kid are asking two different questions. Because fuckface Frank Turek is simply talking about the people who were presented the message and didn't pick up what they were putting down. The legit question that I believe to be the legit question is, again... There are tribes so primal, so primitive, and they're the lucky ones, they don't have a God concept in their language. What happens to those fuckers? He, again, maybe this kid is asking a different question, but in my mind, that's the legit one. Because right now, all he's doing is talking about the people that were presented with the gospel back in, you know, the biblical days. This is, I'm sure, to answer this kid's question, it's legit. So far, not to my satisfaction. Roll the tape. Exact places where they should live. God did this, did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from every one of us. In other words, God has so preordained the universe that those who don't hear the gospel wouldn't have believed it anyway, right? That's what this... Pause the tape. I think he answered it. And he can go fuck himself. <coughs> he just made an excuse for an intergalactic mob boss. If they would have heard it, they would not have believed it anyway. Again, again you got to remember, at the end of this loving proposition is a torture chamber. 
God created people knowing in advance that if he gave them the gospel message, they would not have believed it anyway. Please remind me how it is. This is a loving creator. Roll the tape. Would be saying, no, I don't know if this is the way God has done it. I'm simply saying it's possible he's done it this way. I know how people are saved, so we risk all to get them the gospel. We know at the end of the day, nobody's ever going to be treated unfairly because God is just, right? Yes, God. Pause the tape. No, not right. We just have different definitions of the word just. Now, I remember when I was talking to fuckface Asa Pittman. And I asked him this very question. And he did what Christians always do. That he didn't answer it. So I remember. I asked him. I introduced myself as Robert. I, that's actually not the name I go by. What's my middle name, Asa? Well, after dancing around that, that's a pretty straightforward question, right? He finally got around to it and he was like, well, I don't know. I said, exactly. Now, what if I did? You don't even know you're supposed to be looking for my goddamn middle name. Now, I'm not going to give you the first letter. I'm not going to tell you what it sounds like, what it rhymes with, how many syllables. I'm not going to tell you if it's a Hebrew name or an African name or an Irish name. You got no idea. And there are literally thousands of boy names, stereotypical boy names, that you can choose from. Now, Asa, you have until the end of this interview to tell, you, tell me my middle name. Because if you don't, I'm going to whip you. Is that just? And again, after about 60 to 120 seconds worth of not answering it, I remember he was like, well, I guess I'll just answer it to humor you. He was like, don't humor me. I'm being honest with you. Be honest with me. Is that just? Is it fair that I beat your ass because you don't, one, you don't know my middle name. Two, you're not even aware you were supposed to be looking for it. Okay, that's the Christian God proposition. And fuckface Frank Turk just straight up said, but he, he gave himself that out, right? Well, I don't know. This is what God... Shut the fuck up. Because he keeps saying it. At the end of the day, he just said it. God created people that even if you gave them the message, they would not buy it. That means he's sending them to hell. I just belt hashtag unprofessional. Gang, it's so nice out that Bubba is laid out in a uh, sunbeam and the burrito is just sitting there. It is kind of cute. Hey, a little bit more. Roll the tape. He wants everybody to be saved. He wants us, everyone to be saved more than we do. So if somebody can be no, saved. No, pause the tape. No, he does not. God wants everyone. My voice just cracked. God wants everyone to be saved. You can't say that right after your monkey ass just said God legit created people that he knew in advance would not accept the message. So no, you don't get to say God wants to save all people. You don't. A little bit longer. Roll the tape. He's going to give them the information to be saved. But if people who already have the light of nature turn away from that light... 
then God is under no obligation to give them any more light. More light's just going to annoy them. They, they're trying to suppress the light they already have. Let me just highlight this point by asking you guys a survey question. Oh, don't, of every audience I'm let me guess. To to now. Uh, this is Jim. Pause the tape. He's going to say, fellas, have you ever wanted to pursue a girl or, or the ladies? You know, yeah, do you ever pursue a shut the fuck up? And like, yes, you're sitting right here. Okay, fuck face Frank Turek has been running down the same script for at minimum the last 10 years that I've been an atheist. Watch, what, bet, what, roll the tape. For Christians in here, if you're not a Christian. It's oh, no, no, hold on, roll the tape. Now this is a, it's not the uh, pursuit question. <clears throat> to the Christians, do you know someone who doesn't believe in God? What is it? He's going to try to make us look hostile to God. I'm, I'm trying to roll the tape, but let's find out. I want you to ask, or I want you to think of somebody right now whom you know is not a Christian, a friend, a relative. Pause, like pause the tape. It, are they doing something that they know they shouldn't be doing? That's what he's going to say. Watch. Roll Everybody it. Everybody got somebody? Everybody got somebody? Okay. Here is my question about the person you're thinking of. Is the person you're thinking of on a relentless pursuit of truth? They want to know if Christianity is true. Or are they apathetic or maybe even hostile to Christianity? How many people say the person I'm thinking of is on a relentless pursuit of truth? They want to know. Pause the date. He's leaving out an option. Probably leaving out several options. Did you ever stop to think, fuckface, that another option is... Do you know someone who doesn't believe but used to believe that they've read that Bible multiple times, almost became a pastor or a preacher, knew the Bible better than you did, prophetized, knocked on doors, saved souls? Do you know anyone who fit that category? And they was like, yo, everything I've said so far is just sitting on some bullshit. So I'm just going to say, I don't believe it. But this is typical Christian apologetic bullshit. He's setting these people up to answer the question the way he needs them to yeah, roll the tape. I got two half hands. Like, I don't know, maybe. How many people say the person I'm thinking of is apathetic or hostile? Yeah, look around the room. It's the same everywhere I go. It's 99 to 1. Most people aren't interested in God. Most people are not on a truth quest or on a happiness quest. And they're just going to believe whatever they think is going to make them happy. And if they think God... Pause the tape. What's wrong with that? Gang, I, I was given a very touching compliment this morning by someone who took my self-defense class last week. And it was one of those where you're trying to act all tough and shit. I, like, you... Right? And it's like... It's perverse as it may sound that makes me happy i actually really love teaching women self-defense it's difficult i don't enjoy listening to the stories but again knowing that i gave someone just one millimeter or no i didn't give her shit i helped her find just that one extra millimeter one half an ounce of hmm i can do this shit well worth it well worth all the tears that makes me happy. Doing this show makes me happy. 
Being a family member makes me happy. Drinking this goddamn alcohol, which makes me better than you, by the way, makes me happy. Lifting heavy shit, putting it down, lifting it again. That shit makes me happy. So to sit there and say most people are on a happiness quest, I'm like, what seems to be the problem? But this is just typical fuckface Frank Turret. Roll the tape. What is going to get in their way of their happiness? Well, so much for God, I'm going with happiness. What they don't realize... Pause the tape, end the tape, I don't give a shit anymore. So the whole... What that fucker say? Hold on. Let me make sure I got it. And they're just going to believe whatever they think is going to make them happy. And if they think God is going to get in their way of their happiness, well, so... Pause the tape, again. That's not true. I do what I do, and I don't even consider a God for a fucking second. Right? If I want to do some drinking, I'm going to do some drinking. I don't ever sit here and... I wonder, is God going to be mad at me? You want to know why? I don't even give a fuck. The dick gets a little bit hard. I want to jerk one all over myself. Everybody's like, I wonder if God's okay with me masturbating. I don't even give a shit. While I'm pulling up BigBootyRedheads.com, do you think I'm giving two shits? While I'm sitting there just stroking this shit out of my meat, not even beating it like it fucking committed a goddamn crime. Do you think I'm thinking about God for one second? No, absolutely not. Funko Bobby wants to do some fucking. Do you think I'm sitting here worried about what Jesus would do? Does Jesus think that ass is big enough? I don't. It could probably be a little bit bigger. I'm like, let's go to an all you can eat. How can we get you to gain at least seven more pounds? That ass is large, but I think we can make it bigger. These are the things I'm thinking about doing the things that wouldn't make God happy. Do you think I'm thinking about God when that type of stuff is happening? Let me give you a hint. The answer is no. 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 So again, that's just a violent mischaracterization of us non-believers. Right? It's like, oh, it's like they don't want they want to do what they want to do. They're like, I don't care. No. It's not that I don't care if it makes your God happy. It's just that again, <clears throat> I think about the Christian God on my day-to-day decision-making about as much as Christians think about Ganesh and Kalista with theirs. Gang, let's get, gang, gang, let's get one more. Let's get one more. There was one that I saw. I want to get through the first little bit. Oh, okay. Does God have the right to identify as a male? Gang, the lighting in this room is fucked up. We're going to change this up tomorrow. I apologize. I just built hashtag a professional. The reason why I threw this one in there, because I've asked this question before. Again, Heavenly Father made in His image. He with the capital H. You're describing a dude. So when I ask you for a proof of a dude, like that guy, my dad, there, dude, cisgendered man, he sees a dick between his legs and he identifies with it. That is the very definition of a cisgendered man. So if you ask for, and I keep referring to my father as him and he my father, my dad, pops, my old man. 
and you say, prove to me there's your, where your dad is, right there. I don't turn around and say, well, my dad's a spiritual animal. What? So again, it's a legit question. Because you're describing a dude, and then when you say, I want proof of this dude, that's when they get to do the Christian backpedal. That's when they get to say some bullshit. Like, well, you know, then they compare God to, well, you, you can't see love, but real love is real. Shut the fuck up. Let's just roll this fucked up ass tape. Last one, gang, come on. I sing in a quartet. Yes. And one of the women in the quartet is married to a woman. Uh-huh. Um, we recently learned a song where it used um, God's pronoun as a he. And she fought tooth and nail. She wanted God to be a she. Hmm. And I wasn't sure quite how to handle that. Do you have some insight? Wow. I would try it. Pause the tape. This is what you do. Not a goddamn thing. If you need your God to be a woman, your God's a woman. If you need your God to be a man... Man, I've actually heard people say God is trans. I told you, I don't, honestly, I don't care. The Uncle Bobby staying still stands. If your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus. And if your Jesus or your God needs to be gay, that fucker's gay. If you need your God to be a man, that fucker's a man. Woman, trans, bi, black, what? Okay, real fast, before I roll this fucked up ass tape, I told you, at work, I'm known for a lot of things. One of them is my thought questions. And I remember, it was, it's your kid's first Christmas as a married person, living with somebody, whatever, and your kids are now parents themselves. You go over there for their first ever Christmas. You look at, oh, and of course, the, the family is white. And as you walk into the house, you see that your kids have put black angels and a black Santa Claus on the Christmas tree. What do you do? Gang, my favorite answer was I would take them down. It's like, why? You know what she said? Everybody knows angels are white. Gang, she wasn't joking. And she said that to a black person because stupid. My point is whatever you need your God to be, God ah, damn it. Whatever you need your God to be, fine. But again, as long as your version of a Jesus makes you do good things, I like your Jesus. Roll the tape. Or not. Roll the tape. Learn a little bit more from her and see why she wants God to be a she. Oh, I already God. know that answer. She's, I right. already know that answer. She's just a feminist. Um, her, okay. church, her church teaches every time uh, there's a male pronoun in any of their hymns, they just say the word God. Uh-huh. Um, she just, that's just her thing. She just wants everything to be women power. And, and what's wrong with that? What okay, well, the fuck? That... What the fuck is wrong with that? Again, who's the snowflake now? And this was one of my shows I was going to do. This is how you know you've taken your privilege for granted, right? Oh, I already know the reason why. I mean, she's a feminist. Gang, I will never understand why a woman is not a feminist. I know women at work. Like, oh, oh God, I'm I'm not a feminist. I'm like, well, what?
What seems to be the problem? Right, buddy, get your monkey ass over here. The Q-tip's awake. Gang, when I came home, buddy was asleep on the bed. I didn't say a word. Again, this fucker can smell me from a mile away. You guys don't think this little asshole's attached? <laughs> buddy, where are you going, buddy? He doesn't care. But again, back on topic. I will never understand women that stand up and say, I'm not a feminist. But again, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I can totally see why women would want, you know, the God pronoun to be neutralized or feminized. Okay. It, it, it gives them someone, something, someone that they can identify with, right? But no, 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 fuck face like fuck face Frank Turk. God has to have a dick because we all know that God's got a dick. That gang, that's no different than that lady who said everyone knows angels are white. Roll the tape. I mean, technically God is seen as a father because of what a father does. A father protects, a father creates, a father protects. But God physically... Pause the tape. You know who else protects? Mothers. You think I'm bullshitting? Gang, if you ever wanted to see my mother go into lady death strike mode, fuck with her children. Go ahead. I recommend you don't. Carrie would have fucked you up. Again, men protect. Yeah, you'll never guess what. So do women. So do women. Yeah, I mean, just shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. He's not a he. Why? Because he's an immaterial being. Now, Jesus came as a he. He added uh, male human flesh to his deity in order to be our sacrifice. But technically, we refer to God because he's revealed to us as a father, as a he. Uh, but it's not to say that women aren't important because there would be no men without women. Exactly. Right? After Adam, if there were no women, he'd die off and none of us would be here. So men and women are equal under the eyes of God. They have different functions. They have different roles. The same way that God and the Son are equal in terms of their essence, they're both uh, they're both divine, but they have different roles. Uh, they, they have different roles and the... Pause the tape, end the tape. It just sounds like he's fucking lying. Making this shit up on the fly. You know, he's like, we're talking with his fucking hands. You know, the God and the Son, I mean, they have, you know, you know, the essence. Man, shut the fuck up. Right? That was just nothing but a, just a whole bunch of bullshit. Again, this is what you sound like when you don't got the mods, when you have to try this fucking hard to kind of slightly but not really get your point across, it's because your point blows. <clears throat> Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Christian apologetics, shut the fuck up. I can almost not believe that this is an actual topic of fucking conversation. Again, I am glad that I was not exposed to apologetics until after I became an atheist. Because I feel about apologetics the exact same way Christians feel about everyone else's religion. Christians, you did not know who Zeno was until Tom Cruise adopted the religion. Listen to how you guys hammer away at Tom Cruise. That's how we feel about you guys.
<clears throat> and according to the fuck faces that have got on my back for it, this is one of the most well-respected fuck faces. And that's fuckface Frank Turret. Again, if your third grader had these kind of issues, grasping simple topics, you would have your third grader check for a learning disability. He's been told a million times. He's been told a million times what atheism is, but he stuck to his script. Same bullshit like if atheism is true. If shoelaces could fly. Do pigs sing opera? Will water get you drunk? None of these things make sense. And that's right up there with if atheism is true. But he won't take on new information because he can't. Apologists won't. Because they're going to have to do the one thing that no apologist is willing to do. And that is to take the new information and change. So to rewind the clock all the way over an hour ago when I told y'all one of my followers was talking about <clears throat> respected apologists. Again, respected apologists makes as much sense to me as racially tolerant Klansmen. It's all just sitting on some bullshit. And if the Christian God needs the likes of Christian apologists to prove that he exists, if that fucker exists, fine. But he's not worthy of respect, much less, much less worship. Christians, I can't stop you from being a Christian. Obviously, I don't care to. I can't take anything away from you that you weren't ready to give up. But if you throw an apologist in someone's face, be prepared to get shot the fuck down. Because this is lying on top of lying on top of some bullshit that sits on top of some foolishness. But more importantly, this is just lying. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.